Welcome to the Dave Witty Show with your host, Dave Witty. Folks, thanks for tuning in to the very first episode of my new podcast. I just want to give you a little briefing and a little rundown on what I plan to achieve with this podcast. First off, my name is Dave Witty. I was born and raised in Mount Pearl, Newfoundland and Labrador, and I now reside in downtown, beautiful St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador, of course. Uh, I'm an artist. I'm a musician. I'm an avid sports fan. I love things uh, Newfoundland. Um, I've released three albums of original material over the years, the first being an EP in 2013 called Let It Rest. In 2015, I released a self-titled album featuring full band, and in 2018, I released another full band, full length, uh, called Talking Back Fool. Over the course of these podcasts, of course, I will chat about those things, and especially depending on who I'm having in to chat with, but you know, I'll just leave it there for now. Um, this is going to be a podcast about things general. Uh, there's no real specific... Uh, theme to it. It's not going to be just chatting with artists. It's going to be chatting with interesting people or people who I've met over the years or people who I may have not have met. I'm going to reach out to all sorts of different people and try to keep this as entertaining to an average listener. So if if arts isn't your thing, maybe you can still take something out of this. Or if sports isn't your thing, you can still take something out of this. I'm going to try to hit um, different people with different angles and just try to find you know interesting and unique stories out of interesting and unique people. Um, you know, I hope to reach people obviously within Newfoundland and Labrador, um, or within Canada or people who I've met along my travels as of being a touring musician, I've traveled, uh, you know, across Canada numerous of times I've, I've played in the United States and I've, I've spent a, a number of years in, in Mexico performing as well. So with the people that I've met over the years, it's, uh, it's hopefully going to allow to have, you know, different select, select people on and who might be able to come on and, and, and tell their own tales and their own sides of different stories and stuff like that. So just going to try to keep it interesting and keep it flowing with, with, with the new unique guests every week. Um, with that being said, that is what I plan to do is I'm going to try to put out a new podcast, hopefully every week, if not every two weeks. It's a, it's a learning curve for me. It's a new process as, as a person who's generally been on stage for, you know, over half of my life, I'm, I, I feel very comfortable in front of a microphone and speaking to people, but you know, this is a kind of a new medium. It's, it's where I don't actually have anybody to, to banter off with, you know, there's no questions coming at me. I'm just kind of chatting with people who or I'm going to chat with people, but I'm just kind of chatting with myself right now. So you're just trying to keep the flow going and trying to keep it alive. So uh, please bear with me, obviously, over the next you know few episodes as I as I try to uh, learn how to do that myself and, and feel comfortable doing so. Um, different guests I'm planning to have on, you know, are going to be people like I said within the community. I know a ton of artists, um, a lot of musicians and stuff like that. But I I also know a lot of people who are involved in, in different sorts of things, whether it be film or theater or um, you know, all sorts of different things that I'd like to have people on and just kind of tell their story and, 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 uh, to make it interesting. I'm hoping to plan, I'm hope, hoping to post, you know, every, every week or two and, 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 and just try to, uh, bring on new people every week that the average listener at home is going to find interesting. Um, we'll chat about all sorts of different things. We'll chat about music. We'll chat about what's going on in the world today. We'll chat about, um, sports we'll chat about music maybe new albums we've been listening to um that kind of stuff anything that you know people do at home and and, and they pay attention to uh you'll be able to take something out of um since the pandemic has started i've I found myself obviously not so busy with with music i've spent a lot of time teaching myself how to 
how to do some home demo recordings. And, uh, you know, I've been writing a lot and stuff like that. But I just wanted to try something different, something that I can get out of my own comfort zone of being on stage as a musician and try to bring something unique to people. Um, so that's that's basically the general direction of where I'm going with this with this podcast. Um, this very first week, I was lucky enough to have uh, a friend of mine in who works in the industry and is very, very interesting. His name is Peter Green. Um, if you know me, you've probably met Peter. He's worked on me with a number of projects over the years. He has produced my album in 2018. He um, He's played in the band with me. He's toured with me. He's also a great friend of mine that we, uh, we've traveled, you know, besides music, we've traveled together on vacations and we've had a lot of fun over the years. I can't quite remember um, when I met Peter. I, I met him, you know, he, he was working with Rum Ragged there, the original Rum Ragged, and I think I was looking for a sound tech and, and I, I, you know, met Peter and it could have been over a beer or two, but it just kind of ran from there. So um, really great guy, really, really interesting stories. You know, he works with a ton of great artists and, um, you know, he's just trying once again, trying to stay above water, especially during COVID, you know, just like myself. Um, so I was very lucky to have Peter on another side of Peter, um, is that he's a good friend of mine. So I found him very comfortable to chat with first, you know, I just want, I'm, I'm, I'm learning and I'm, I'm, I'm dipping in slowly to this new podcast world. So I thought it would be great to have somebody who I felt comfortable with, uh, who I could just chat back and forth with to make it seem, you know, obviously as natural as possible. So Peter will be in here soon. Um, yeah, hopefully you can catch this podcast here every every couple of weeks or every week or so. You know, we'll try to get some fluid moment movement going and, and try to keep uh, stuck to uh, a nice schedule. But as of now, we're just kind of floating with the things. So um, thanks so much, folks, for tuning in to the first ever episode. I hope I haven't been rambling on too much so far. I'm just trying to trying to learn how to do it all. So. Uh, thanks for tuning in and make sure you stick around for um, a great interview with Peter Green. And I'd like to welcome Peter Green to the podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Peter, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you? Doing good. Thanks for coming in to the uh, first ever episode of, of my podcast. I really appreciate you coming in. As I previously mentioned, I, uh, I wanted to get somebody who I knew and who I felt comfortable with. So I want to say thanks for, for obviously coming in and, and helping me out with this. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll get right down to it. So uh, maybe just introduce yourself and who you are and what you do. Uh, so I'm Peter Green. I'm originally from Newfoundland, living in Halifax now. Um, I am an audio engineer by trade. Um, so I spend most of my time when, when, the, when, when we're in the real world of uh, touring around with bands. And, and by real world, you mean like pre-COVID or uh, after COVID? Pre, pre or post-COVID, yeah. Right. And uh, so I spent most of my time on the road living in vans and buses and hotels and then uh, doing, doing real concerts and all those fun things. And uh, aside from that, sort of make records and stuff when I'm on the downtime when I'm home and uh, play a little bit myself and all that stuff. Yeah, right on. So um, like what kind of got you started in music? I know you, you did go to school for uh Sound engineering, am I right in saying yeah. that? Yeah, that was in Kona, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah I did the, the College of the North Atlantic program in Stephenville right. in uh, 2011 to 13 or something. Right on. So, so like, what kind of got you started in music, like, at, at a young age, kind of, or was that a thing? Did you start playing music at a young age, or was it something you got inter interested in later going on in life, or? It's sort of been a thing right from the beginning. I, uh, I 
took my first guitar lesson uh, with Dwayne Andrews when I was seven. You know, that's that's a place to start for sure. <laughs> right. Uh, so you know, I there was always music in the house. Dad plays as well, so there was music in the house all growing up, and then sort of grew from there. Got my first PA when I was ten or eleven or something, and you know, so I I always had a pretty uh, strong direction of where I might head. Right, right, right. So. Um, obviously you started, you know, you started playing young and, and then you, you went to school, uh, was that right out of high school? You, you went and did that program at Kona or? Yeah. So I graduated, uh, graduated high school in 2011 and in the following September hopped right into, uh, into that program. Okay, cool. So, and that was a, that was a two year program, I believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so after that kind of what, what happened then? What did you, what did you kind of do after you graduated the, the program? So actually, in between years of school, so the summer, uh, the summer between year one and two, I uh, I started working at a local production company uh, here on the island called Pro Audio, and then did uh, worked a full festival season that summer. Then went back to school, finished that up, and uh, got some more knowledge under my belt, and then came back out of school and went hop right back into the industry. Uh, work work for Pro Audio for. Uh, for a number of years, four or five years, and then uh, did that mostly during the summers and uh, worked the bars during the winters and, you know, worked at O'Reilly's for a while, worked at Shamrock for a while, and uh, sort of met the uh, met the whole crew. Yeah, that's right. So I, I had mentioned in the intro that uh, I, I can't quite pinpoint when I had actually met you. I, I think it was a night at Aaron's Pub, and I remember it was uh, at the time you were uh, playing with Rum Ragged and, I, and you were... I, you know, I guess an original member, say, of, of Rum Ragged or something like that. But I, I'd mean, I remember I, I, you know, really met you through through Mark and Aaron uh, of Rum Ragged, and uh, I, I think I might have needed you for a sound guy or something like that. So, um, I, I, do you remember anything about when we kind of met? Not a clue. Yeah, me neither. I was. It's, it's a little bit hazy for sure. But you know, I, I had obviously mentioned that uh, you know we've known each other for a number of years now, and, and we've worked together on a ton of different projects. Uh, we've traveled together. We've we've done we've done uh, you know tours together. We we did a uh, after the release of the Talking Back Fool, which we will get into as well. But um, uh, you know we've also been on a, our own little excursion, uh, you know, across the pond to Europe, which is <laughs> probably we probably saved that one for a different podcast in itself. But um, so, so something like like right now, you know, obviously with COVID on the go, and and uh, you know what what have you been really doing, say, in the last year to kind of keep yourself busy and and, and to keep yourself uh, entertained more i've been uh so when when covid started i was on tour with alan doyle so we uh on march 8th we played our last gig in uh, in vancouver and uh after a three-week run we all went home hoping to uh or you know full planning to go back out again on the 17th and that never happened and so we uh we came home and you know sort of strapped in for the first few months it was a uh, bunch of quiet time focused a bunch on uh, on studio work mixed mixed a few records produced a few tracks myself and then uh, I was lucky enough in uh, sort of October to Christmas time to to put a few gigs again under my belt did about 25 or so between uh, between Alan Alan and Tim Baker and the once and the inner sisters I sort of jumped between those guys and now I'm uh, now I'm pretty heavy in the studio again, working uh, working on a record, uh, a collaboration project with uh, with Alan. Nice, that seems pretty interesting. So for anybody maybe who's listening at home or um, 
when you say you're, you're working with Alan, you're on the road with Alan, like maybe you can, you can describe some of the stuff you might do on a day to day basis or what kind of work that Alan has you for. I know you're out on the road. You've you obviously done a bunch of work with Alan, you know, in Canada and, and you've been down in the U.S. I know you were down in the U.S. with Tim Baker as well. Yep. What kind of what kind of work do you do, say, on a day to day basis with with uh, with acts like that? Uh, so with, with Alan, I'm, uh, I'm the monitor engineer, so I, I handle all of the sound, uh, sound on stage. So all that group is on, uh, is on in-ear monitors. So I'm, uh, I'm on, I'm monitoring their, their ears and seeing what's on the go making sure they're all happy with, with what they all want to hear. And then, uh, then with Tim, as you mentioned, Tim Baker from Hey Rosetta, um, he, uh, I'm his front house guy and tour manager. So that that's a little bit of a uh, a broader role. So I'm as a front house guy. So I'll mix mix the sound out front th- for the audience, and then as a tour manager, depending on the level you're at, you're you're doing everything from driving the van and and renting the van and booking hotels and advancing gigs, making sure making sure your riders there, making sure food's taken care of, making sure merch is taken care of. You know, sort of ev- everything aside from the actual music that happens on stage you're in control of. Right. So it seems like, you know, it's, it's pretty action packed. It, it seems like it's a lot of work to it. It certainly it's, can be. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. think, you know, a lot of people baby who, who don't know a whole lot about the music industry or, or what kind of goes on, you know, a lot of time uh, might assume that it's maybe sometimes lesser roles, but that seems like a pretty big role, especially with Tim, you know, in, in, in with doing that kind of stuff. Totally. Yeah. And you know, with with Tim, uh, Tim's a little bit of a smaller operation than Alan, so that's why I wear so many hats. With Alan, all the same stuff happens, uh, and even more so because it's on a on a larger scale. But there's more people to wear all the different hats, so that's where I'm uh, more of a specific specific role in that camp. And you know, there's there's a front house guy and a tour manager and a lighting guy and a promoter and all that stuff aside from just me. Right, 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 right. Very interesting, very neat, and 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 a great insight to you know what kind of goes on behind the behind the scenes. That's for sure. Thanks for sharing that. Um, maybe like I'd like to dig into some of the production stuff that you've done. You know, over sure. the course of the years, like uh, maybe you can let people know. You know what you what you've done, what you've worked on production wise, and maybe what you're planning to work on, or or what's in the future, or anything in that sense. Right. Um, so I started, uh, so I started really doing studio work with Alan, funny enough. Well, as, as a kid, I, I produced my own, you know, my own band's records and stuff, you know, in, in high school and that sort of thing as, as most musicians do. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the, the summer I graduated high school, I got introduced to Alan and he was put in a studio in his basement and was looking for somebody with a with a little bit of a technical head to uh, to help him out with that and done a bunch of work with him. Um, then since there, I've uh, mixed uh, mixed a few records for my own band, Wig of the World, and uh, produced, mixed, and engineered an Irish Descendants record a couple of years ago. Then I, did, then I did your record, Talking Back Fool, uh, in 2018, I believe. Yeah, 2018. And then since that... Um, since that, I've been on the road for the most part, and then in in between, I've gotten to do a a number of mixed a few records. I haven't fully produced much since then, um, but it's uh, life in the studios definitely taken more of a role in recent times. Right, right, right. So, like you know, at, as a musician myself, you know, uh, we all kind of know that 
that how hectic it is and 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 that kind of stuff so but what would you you know what what kind of role would you prefer to be in would you would you rather be in the studio or do you like being on the road or are you happy with a mix of both or you know because as as a musician as an entertainer or somebody in in the industry it's always very uh, sporadic and things change but i think that's what a lot of people like about the industry who work in it they they get to do something differently it's not kind of cookie cutter it's not nine to five but in your eyes like what what role would you prefer to be in or 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 would, would it be both it's funny people ask all that where i i uh i performed for a number of years myself too i played in in rum ragged as you mentioned and played with the masterless man and played in your band as well and it's uh people always ask whether i'd i'd rather which side of the stage i'd rather be on whether i like being in the spotlight or or far away from it and uh my response really to any of it is uh as long as i'm doing something in the music industry i don't really care what it is you know i i love all parts of it right so whether it's in the front or the back or on the side or wherever you want me it's uh it's always fun just just working working alongside musicians with like minds and and you know i i've got a technical mind myself to a certain extent but so i like all that but I, I like playing as well. You know? Right, right, right. So like like I said, it's it's you know kind of a dash of everything. That's what kind of what keeps it interesting. I'm I'm sure in in your eyes, it is with mine anyways. You know, I'm obviously not on the technical side nearly as much as you are. And luckily, I've had you over the years to answer any <laughs> maybe questions I might have had with that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, that's that's some great insight into that for sure. Um, moving forward, like. What are your some of your your maybe your favorite things about like the music industry and maybe some of your least favorite things? I know, you know, people deal with, uh, you know, in the industry, you know, not getting calls back or losing gigs or you know dealing with shady or shitty promoters or, um, you know, obviously that all comes with the nature of the business. So maybe like, uh, you know, what are some of your your least and favorite things of of the industry? Definitely some favorite things are, are working with, with the like-minded people that we all are. You know, we're all, uh, we're all a bit of a special breed to be able to take on this, this crazy business and, uh, and try to love it while we're all doing it. Um, so that's definitely one thing. I also love, you know, it's sort of a love-hate relationship with the travel part. You know, I love it, you know, beyond words. But there's also some days when you're stuck in snowy northern Alberta that, You'd rather be home on the couch. Or perhaps an overnight in New Brunswick. Or, you know, where, <laughs> wherever that might be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's right. I understand that. I, you know, as, a, as like, like I say, as a musician myself, it's I do love the travel aspect. I love being on the road. But, you know, there's obviously some nights that are a little darker than others. And <laughs> other there's other nights that, you know, that you, you put off a great show and you got a great audience. Totally. And, it, and, it, and it makes a big difference, obviously, you know. So um, that, that's, that's, that's great. So, um Hmm. And what about what else was I going to ask Peter? Um, you know, what, what, what do you got planned for the future? You know, hopefully, you know, there's the vaccine has been laid out. It's, you know, it's, it's a starting process, especially here in Canada. Uh, do you have any plans for the future or is it still kind of up in the air? You still kind of winging it or. There's a bit of both going on. You know, all, all of the acts that I work with are, uh, are pretty established and pretty successful. Thankfully, you know, they're, they're, uh, the management teams and the booking agents and all that stuff are all working full force trying to, well, especially, you know, on Alan's tour, for example, we, uh, we canceled five legs of it. So it's Alan tours in three week segments. So we were, uh, we were pretty well booked up for the entire year it was one of Alan's busiest, busiest years of his life. 
and so all you know his management team is is working steadily to to rebook for the next segment and then if that gets canceled to rebook again and rebook again so it, right now we're we're rebooked for uh, for fall of 2021 uh so you know crossing our fingers and toes and you know praying that people keep smart and all that sort of stuff to get back out on the road and uh sort of we'll see what happens but you know one one can hope yeah, no, that's uh, I think that that's an understatement for sure that one can definitely hope it's, you know, in this weird, you know, COVID world that we're living in, we're all trying to make it out and just trying to make it out alive, really. But, you know, I think we've been pretty lucky here. I know you're living in Halifax, mm, totally. but but you've been home now for probably two or three months. I think you came home be- just before Christmas. I know yeah. we performed together. Peter actually played uh, played bass. Um, for the uh, the Tibbs Eve show that we were lucky enough to to throw off here in St. John's over Christmas. Uh, so you've been home for a few months. So do you plan on staying in Newfoundland for another little while, or are you going to head back to Halifax soon, or what's or do you not know? Or plans are sort of up in the air right now. I'm working on a on a record or two. So it uh, while those projects are are ongoing, I'll definitely I'll definitely be around. And then that sort of brings me up to early spring or so, if if timelines stay as they're as they're planned so uh depending on how cases go or you know if if things are good here things are good there hopefully the bubble might open again so i'll be able to flop back and forth like i did in the fall uh so we'll uh we'll see what happens but for now i'll I'll hold strong here and hope the work keeps coming as 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 well as it is right right yeah and that makes total sense you know obviously you've been you've been lucky enough to to get some work here and uh you know how could you turn that down obviously and like you said it would be great if if we came to an opportunity where at least maybe the the bubble opened up again where you, you could travel back and forth and, and you could maybe get some more work within the atlantic provinces or, or however that may work you know uh, i wanted to ask you one final question before before we conclude here with this interview um I know you're a Green Bay Packers fan uh, as much as myself. Kind of what got you into the Green Bay Packers? I know I don't know if you're you're not a great big sports guy. I don't think I don't know if you follow much hockey or baseball or that much. But I know you are a Packers fan because yeah. we've chatted about that in the past. So what kind of got you into that? It's a family thing. Uh, both my dad and my uncle grew up as well, I'm, I'm not sure when they became fans, but you know, as long as I've been alive, they've been Green Bay Packers fan and. Uh, Sort of in, in recent years, you know, I, I grew up a bit of a sports fan, sort of in high school playing sports and all that stuff. And then when, when music took over, that sort of took a back seat. But uh, being able to uh, to take in a few football games on the road has been uh, it's been fun and, you know, yeah, you, follow we were, along. Yeah, we were chatting, I think, a few weeks ago, and, and you were telling me you went to see a game, I believe, in Tennessee, was it? In Kansas City. Both yeah. two times, two different games. Or? I know I missed I missed the one in Nashville. So it's oh right, the right. Pack, was... The Packers were in Nashville the day after I left. Right, right, and, and but you did see a game in Kansas City. Yeah, I saw I saw the Kansas City and in Indianapolis when I was down there. We happened to have a a day off in Kansas City when I was down touring with Tim, and. Uh, took in a game by myself with a bunch of crazy fans, you know, <laughs> and, stuck and myself in between a bunch of season ticket holders and, and held on. Yeah. As a, as a lifelong sports guy, you know, I, I grew up, you know, obviously with the Leafs and, and the Jays and, you know, a Raptors fan and a Green Bay Packers fan. I've managed to see, you know, Raptors games over the years. I've seen a ton of Blue Jays games. I've seen some Leafs games and I've seen a bunch of NHL games. But one thing I've never gotten to is a football game. And, 
you know, from what I can tell, it seems like a pretty, pretty wild atmosphere. I mean, I, I can't imagine, can. especially going by yourself, that must have been very interesting <laughs> totally. to, to take the whole atmosphere and to take the experience in as a guy just watching by yourself with nobody really to kind of talk to about it in the moment. You and, know? and not being an overly big guy myself, you know, yeah. stuck <laughs> in between a bunch of a bunch of rowdy Chiefs fans is... Uh, you know, trying to who I'm trying sure to stay alive. Who I'm sure weren't having either beer that morning or anything. No, like no, that. no. It's a total sober gathering. I mean, it must have been interesting, though. You know, obviously as a Packers fan, it must have been pretty neat to actually be in a game that you're kind of impartial to both teams. So totally. you're not really rooting for one team or the other. You're kind of rooting for a good game. Well, and you had good no atmosphere. choice to root for the home team. Right? Yeah, you didn't want to put yourself in a position. <laughs> no, no, like I that. wasn't getting in danger. No, not for the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> by any means. I I can totally get that. That's for sure. Um, that's pretty neat. Um, well, Peter, I want to say thanks for coming in. I know this is Thank you. This, this is the first first episode of what I'm trying to do here, and I'm, I'm just trying to make it interesting and keep listeners uh, involved. And uh, yeah, just a big thanks to Peter Green. If if you want to check out Peter and any of the work he does, where can we find you, too, Peter? I'm all over social media. You know, I'm, it's all sort of my private pages, but I'm I'm happy to to entertain you however I can. You know, I'm usually posting posting updates on tourings or you know any. Uh, any fun happenings on the go, you know, I'm on, I'm on Facebook, mostly all over the place is Peter Green Audio, and uh, check me out there. Right on. Well, thanks again, man, for coming in, and we'll chat soon. Thank you. Big thanks to Peter Green for stopping in this afternoon. Uh, very insightful look into, you know, his world and, and the things that he does day to day. Great insight on how... You know, the type of stuff he does when he's on the road with, with touring acts and, and stuff that he does in the studio. I thought that was all very interesting, and I hope that uh, folks at home did as well. Um, with that being said, thanks so much for tuning in to the very first episode of the Dave Witty Show. Um, hopefully, we'll catch you on the next episode, and uh, hopefully we can bring you more material with some more entertaining guests. Uh, you can find me and follow me on all social media platforms at Dave Witty. Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all sorts of things. Um, you know, I'm going to try to keep this uh, a regular occurring thing. So make sure you tune in for the next episode. Uh, thanks so much from downtown St. John's, Newfoundland. My name is Dave Witty, and we'll see you soon. Cheers. <laughs>